Hey, welcome to SWAT Radio, Brad Sykes. Yes, once more here in the studio with my good buddy, Doug McCary. Doug, good to be with you, and we would love to hear from you today if you want to call us. Here, the, the lines are open. Steve's ready to take your call. Call us at 844-777-7928. If you have any questions or comments, I'm looking forward, Doug, to getting into the text. For At least I'll be here for, let's see, two or three days, I think. Yeah. And uh, and so, uh, man, it was good to be here last week. And, of course, here, you know, here's the funny thing, Doug. You know, we, we, I come in on a Monday. I'm still, like, soaking up what we learned last week. Yeah. And then I go to SWAT on Wednesday, and then I'm ready to keep – let's go ahead and start talking about that week, you know. And so I'm excited about this week. Got a good text. Yes, it is um, – well, we finish up Chapter 16. Yep. And I think probably one of the most uh, I, I, impactful points to me you were talking about before we came on air is that we see Paul and Silas, who've just been beaten – who are locked in stocks that are uncomfortable and torturous in an inner prison. In a, I mean, we're not talking about a prison like here. We're mm-hmm. talking about a nasty, vermin-infested prison, and they're praising God. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, we have a hard time praising God, like I said, when we things are going good, right? Uh, well, I, I, I mean, of everything that's in this text, and by the way, if you're listening in, I mean, buckle up because it's a great passage that we're working through but you know for me personally Doug as I was just sharing before we come on the air with a couple of guys that I meet with is I mean part of the part of my process really when I when I'm discipling a guy I don't want him to look to me as if I've got all the answers God's word does and his spirit is going to bring conviction it's going to convict you of certain areas from even just things you're not being obedient toward or things you're being sinful over, uh, but even just how we view situations that we find ourselves in. Obviously, Paul and Silas uh, find themselves in this particular text in the inner dungeon. We're, we're talking, like you said, the stocks that their feet have been put in, and uh, and we're going to get to see how did they respond to that. Yeah, that it, it it is really insightful and I think also very encouraging and convicting to us um to listen uh to the way they responded and then see what God's called us to. You know, Brad, in Revelation nine, I taught over on the west side last week, Revelation ten, and at the end of Revelation nine, and Revelation is about the coming judgment. It's about what's going on in the world when when Christ is about to return right and god's wrath is going to rain down and in revelation 9 it says even when god's judgment was coming down on people and remember he did it in waves first wave wiped out a quarter second wave wiped out a third third. and and it says still they did not repent of their ways and and Mm -hmm. of their and it lists at the end of chapter 9 verse 21 did they nor did they repent of their murders of their sorceries of their sexual immorality and of their theft 
The word for sorcery there in the Greek is pharmakos, yeah. which Drugs. we get pharmacy from, yeah. right? Yeah. So basically, the the four great sins of the latter days is murder, drugs, sexual perversion, and and immorality and, and thief, and, and theft. Thief, theft. Yeah. Would you say that those are pretty much <clears throat> describing the world we live in? Well, right now? you know what? I, I taught that text at that same study, and that was where I closed out. And those were the four areas that, yeah, it's good. I'm, I, I appreciate you bringing that sorcery out because it does. A lot of from, people don't know come, that. It comes from the word pharmakeia, where we get pharmaceuticals. Yes. And yet opioids, all the things that fentanyl, we're seeing. All the yes. Fentanyl. I mean, all, we're seeing that like crazy right now. Yeah, well, the reason I'm bringing that up is uh, most people know that just a few days ago, up in Buffalo, New York, there was a shooter, an 18-year-old boy who was in body armor, and he drove three and a half hours to a, a, a area that I, I still don't know if they've said how he picked that area or how it was connected, and he uh, killed 10 people, including the security guard, a former police officer, and uh, wounded three others. Now, this is not, I mean, then there was another shooting at a church in Laguna Woods, California, a Presbyterian church out there, where one was killed and five were injured. But if you look at these two shootings, Brad, in the last year, from last May till this May, there have been 12 mass shootings like this. That's averaging Mm. once a Mm. month. Uh, that's not even thinking about now because there was nobody killed in the subway attack. It kind of went away, but there were 29 people injured. 10 people were shot. Okay. But there were other people that were injured when they ran, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, do you remember the, the Las Vegas shooting? Oh yeah. 60 people died from that shooting. Over 400 people apparently were shot. Mm. And another 400 injured from um, from just running away. That You hadn't even heard anything about that. Mm. What, there, there's no, that just kind of went away. Right. I mean, these things happen so frequently that you've, people have already forgotten about the New York, New York subway shooting um, or about the, the one in Portland, Oregon. There was a, 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 Five people shot, one dead there. I mean, they, these things are happening very frequently. And I think I just think of that text in Revelation 9, these murders. I mean, you know, they call it a hate crime because he, he apparently allegedly had a, a manifesto of hatred. Now, I don't know what was said. I know that they said on his uh, Twitter feed, he posted a video and it had a racial slur on his barrel of his gun or on his mm. a firearm. Uh, and those things may be true, but all crime is a hate crime. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you mm. murder somebody, when you have an intent to hurt somebody, there's, there's nothing but hatred for something or mm-hmm. somebody. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, the, the way that this is going to be used is sad to me because as believers we should grieve no matter what color somebody's skin is no matter what color their skin isn't it it should be something that we grieve because life was taken right and it's sad and yes it is 
wrong. But Jesus said it thousands of years ago. When you hate somebody in your heart, you've already murdered them. That's right. And as believers, we're called to pray for our brothers and sisters. And yes, we should grieve with those who are grieving up there. But in the same way, we grieve for the people who were shot in the subway. In the same way, we grieve for the people, the Asians who were in the church out west. Mm -hmm. We grieve with people, regardless of their skin color as believers, because we, we believe that all life has value. And like one commentator said, we all bleed red. Right. We all bleed red. And so as believers, we let's remember those people up there in Buffalo. Let's remember our brothers and sisters in Laguna Woods. Um, let, let's remember the people that are struggling with post-traumatic stress now throughout the country. Let's remember our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Ukraine. Let's remember the brothers and sisters in Russia who aren't happy with what's going on, who are stranded. They're, they're kind of at the mercy of Putin in Russia, these believers over there who are trying to reach people. So there's there's people all over our country and all over our world that we need to be praying for and lifting up to God for strength and mercy uh, during some of these unbelievable. I mean, I, I can't imagine this poor security guard apparently shot the young man three times in the chest, but he had body armor on. And the three rounds only temporarily stopped him, and he shot the the guard. And um, so the former police officer. And and that's just, it's awful. Uh, You know, and this is, by the way, I think this is police officer week, or it's... it's, uh, um, I I can't remember what they call it exactly. I, oh yeah, it kind of goes in line with the COVID uh, memorial or remembering uh, those who suffered uh, by COVID. Yes, na- well, it's National Police Week. Uh, so uh, you know, be be thankful for our law enforcement officers who every day they get out and put their lives on the line when they go out That's to right. work. Uh, they say goodbye, not knowing if they're going to come home yeah. sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. And that's a, that's a reality yeah. in it's, this world. Yeah. It's, um, it's just that, and this guy who tried to protect people, there were already three or four that he killed in the parking lot and was going into the store. And this security guy, a retired police officer shot him three times, tried to kill him uh, or to stop him. He tried to stop him from killing others and uh, was unsuccessful, but may have prevented him from doing others just with the three shots Mm because even though he had body armor, it still probably stunned him, you know. Right, right. Well, I I appreciate you actually bringing up that Revelation, uh, that that chapter in Revelation, chapter 9, because I think that the most uh, sad thing about, especially verse 20 and 21 of Revelation uh, 9, is it says, uh, they will not repent of the works of their hands, nor give up worshiping demons and idols of gold. Mo- you, know, you, you look at that and you go, I mean, not only will they not repent of their their murder, their sorcery, their sexual immorality, their theft, but they won't even uh, repent of the worshiping of idols. Mm-hmm. You know, the idols that exist in our day are just everywhere. They're everywhere. Glad you joined us today. That was that was sobering. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Call us at 844-777-7928. 
You can also go to SWATradio.com. You can uh, uh, leave Doug some comments. If you have a question, send that to ask at SWATradio.com. And look up on our website there, and you'll see the uh, various Bible studies that are going on this week. We would love to have you join us, and we'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes alongside Doug McCary, and uh, it's good to be back in studio again this week. If you want to call us, uh, you can give us a buzz at 844-777-SWAT. You can also email us at ask at SWATradio.com if you have any questions or comments. You know, we always love to hear from you. like to know you're out there listening and uh, kind of tuning in. Doug, I, I was just mentioning before we came on the air, just you know, looking back at Revelation chapter nine. Not that we're going to spend any time there, but you know, this first thing is is this idea they won't repent of the idols that they had. Yeah, and it saddens me that we make every issue, whether it's a shooting, a mass shooting, we make it a political issue. Yeah, and politics have become an idol. Yeah, you know, I, I, I sadly. I think there are some people that are far more passionate about their political party than they are in seeing people converted to Christ. Yeah. And I can, I can, boy, you could put me in that camp sometimes, you know? Well, well I, it's because we forget our mission. Yeah. Our, we're not mission focused on um, what the great commission is. And when you look at a guy like Paul, here he is with Silas. They've just been beaten and put in the inner prison. You would think they would be feeling pretty hopeless and discouraged. And, I mean, certainly feeling physical pain, maybe even emotional um, pain because they're they're in a foreign land. Okay, ima- imagine for us, I mean, it'd be like us being over in Russia. It'd be like that WNBA star, that Marine that was over in Russia. You're, you know, I guarantee you they've been beaten or, or abused and you're in a, a jail cell, and there's really no hope for you apart from the intervention of God. Hmm. 
And you and I were talking about it earlier before we came on the air about how how we tend to complain or we look at our circumstances. And and these men, Paul and Silas, start singing and worshiping God like, thank you, God. Thank you. I mean, not not for the beating and not for the prison, but thank you that you're sovereign. Thank you that you're in control. And so, you know, we've got to remember what's happened so far in Paul's life. Paul started off on a journey to be a member of the Sanhedrin. He studied at the feet of Gamaliel. Mm -hmm. And he was persecuting Christians. He was there when Stephen, the first Christian martyr, was taken down after Jesus. He was... uh, he was on his way to Damascus to go bring more people and put them in prison and keep it from spreading to other parts of the world. And Jesus met him, changed his life the way he has so many people. And now he's enlisted Paul into his ambassadorship to go represent him. No more does he represent a false religion because the, the, the religion that Paul followed was false. And the reason was because Jesus had come. You see, Judaism did not, Judaism was the, the, the mechanism for which the world was going to hear about Jesus. Mm-hmm. It was never meant to be the end all. Jesus is true Judaism, right? I mean, the, right. the, the, the <clears throat> Jewish people were God's chosen people to be the ambassadors to the world. And so after Jesus came to continue Worshiping in that system is to deny Jesus, and that's what Paul was doing. A lot of people have a problem with that, Brad. They they want to try to say, well, it's okay because they still worship the God of the Old Testament. And no, right. if you don't <clears throat> worship the God who is the Father of Jesus Christ, you're not worshiping mm. the one true living God. You're mm. not worshiping Yahweh. And Yes, it is the God talked about in the Bible, but it's the God you've created because that God, the God, the Father of Jesus said to people in the New Testament, he says, you don't know my Father or you would receive me. Right. And so Paul now knows him and is taking him to different places. He's already gone on one missionary journey, come back. They had a clarification issue on the gospel. And and then... They had a little bit of a disagreement over taking John Mark. And so Barnabas takes John Mark, goes to Cyprus. And then Paul takes Silas and Timothy and Luke. And now he's in Macedonia, specifically in Philippi, where he has encountered the Greek culture. And we have seen these three stories brought together, an entrepreneurial businesswoman, a demonic priestess, and now a military jailer this week. And we're going to look at what happens and what Luke is trying to get across here as we look at this text today, specifically uh, Acts 16, 25 through 40. And, and today we're looking at 25 through 27, just these verses today. And we're, uh, and I, I know we got a caller. I was going to say, before, we, before I read the text for this week, I want to take, uh, I think, Herm, Herman, are you out there? Herman from Virginia? I am. Hey, welcome to yes, SWAT. Sir. Glad to have you. What's on your mind? Glad to have you, Doug. I'm, hey, I just I was thinking about a verse because I want to promote peace in the midst of a storm. Um, the topic of the shooter, um, Revelations twelve twelve comes to mind. I want to I want to share this. 
It says, Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. And even though this particular scripture is, I believe it bears reference to a later time where Satan will be ultimately shut out from heaven from being able to go to and fro to, to accuse the believers, I believe that this bears reference that what is, what's happening, and we're not going to hear this on CNN, we're not going to hear this on the news, but this is spiritual warfare at its finest. And if people that are not saved, if you can't see the handwriting on the wall and understand that the enemy wants to start a race war, he wants to kill, steal, and destroy, and, and unfortunately there are people in your audience that have been raised to hate, they have been raised to take sides. They have been raised to see color. And I just want to speak against that and rebuke that work of the enemy to cause a race war in America because the last thing we need is for people now to think that this is the new norm, that you be on alert because, you know, either side could be attacked at any time when it's much deeper than that. The, the truth is the enemy wants to steal your soul if you've never accepted Christ as Savior, and he will bind you in lies, lies maybe from the parents, maybe from their uncles. Those, those are old lies that have set in their soul, and they've never been purged. And so you've got a lot more people out there that feel that they've got to rise up and do something to promote what they believe, even if it's wrong. And I just want to speak against that and promote love and peace. And the fact that I'm an African-American man, it just means I love everybody. And even when I see wrong, I still want to promote peace, unity, and harmony. And this is a great place. This radio station is a great place to do that. And I thank you guys for bringing up this topic and allowing uh, the truth to get out in the mix of this storm. Hey, you know what, Herman? Thank you. I always appreciate it when you call in. Um, uh, and uh, Virginia <clears throat> Beach is uh, fortunate to have you up there Amen. speaking speaking the truth, but you know what I've found in my life? It's hard to be prejudiced against somebody's skin color if you have friends that are that skin color. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially roommates I used yeah. to have. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers and friends, it's hard for you to uh, to be hateful to a people group if that people group is around you all the time and you do things together and you fellowship together. And, um, Doug, you know what I thought of Herman and I, your comment is, is it reminds me of what we were studying last week that in acts, uh, 16, where the demonic girl is really a mouthpiece for the enemy. Mm-hmm. And, and you and I, we all, all of us, anybody who's got a voice, you're either going to be a mouthpiece, a mouthpiece for Jesus Christ, or you're going to be a mouthpiece for the enemy Mm -hmm. and that demonic girl was a mouthpiece of the enemy even though she was speaking truth the reality is you know in light of this you know i don't think we should focus on the race i should i think we should focus on the works of the enemy this is the work of the enemy as you said herman he comes to still kill and destroy and you know what i my wife and i were talking uh herman if you murder somebody it's a hate crime i don't care who it is I mean, you you murder somebody, it's a hate crime. Now, now there's a lot of people that uh, have bought into a lie from the enemy, like you said, that somebody's evil because of their skin color, and that goes in a lot of different directions. It's not just one direction. I mean, there's there's a lot of people prejudiced against Asians. There's people prejudiced 
against black people and, and, and white people. It's, it's all across because the enemy is just stirring this big pot of hatred, like you said. And what he wants is everybody to, to be angry and kill. And Jesus said if you, if you hate somebody in your heart, you've already committed murder. And, and so I appreciate you bringing that up and encouraging us to be peacemakers because in Matthew 5, he says what? Blessed are the peacemakers. For they shall be called what the children of God. So well, also Herman, I know we're going to take a quick break, but I just want to mention I appreciate you bringing up that that uh, verse in uh, Revelation twelve. I think it was Revelation twelve twelve. Uh, Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Listen, we're going to be dwelling in heaven soon. But he says, Amen. but he says, but woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath. And I think about, Doug, I mean, you and I have been working through that text in another Bible study. Yeah. And it's sobering when you realize. Yeah. For those that are still on the earth, it's going to be it's going to be awesome power that's going to happen. Yeah. And hey, Herman. Herman, are you, uh, do you get weekends off? I do. Well, why don't you pray about coming down to the retreat? Or it's not a retreat. It's a summer SWAT training day because Warriors don't retreat. Yeah, the summer SWAT training day, July thirtieth. Man, we we have a guy coming in. Right. Yep, a guy coming in from California. Get you some brothers from up there. Come down here. Bring bring some Christian brothers from up in the Virginia Beach area. Uh, if you send me an email to Doug at SWATradio.com, I will send you an email with a link to register, and you can find out more about it. And man, I'd love for you to come down here for it. I, I, I really, I want to really consider doing that, Doug. I, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you. I know your buddy's left. I miss him too. Hearing him on there, but uh, you guys have a great platform to do a great work for God, and I, I appreciate the opportunity just to expound and promote love and peace. And that's what that's what we're all about: love and peace. And we can't do everything, but everybody can do their part. Amen. That, that's right. Amen. Blessings to you. Thank you, Herman. And uh, Doug, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after the break. Uh, Come back and see us. Talk to you soon. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this uh, Monday afternoon. We are so glad you've joined us. Thanks to Herman for giving us a call from up in Virginia Beach area. Uh, good to hear from Herman. It's good to good to be back in studio with you, Doug. I, I feel like uh, it's like old home week. Yeah. Uh, you know, from uh, a year ago. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, gl- I'm glad. I'm glad you're back. You know. You know, Herman is uh, uh, he's been a, a frequent caller he's called several times so glad always to have him on he's obviously 
uh, got a great relationship with the Lord, and uh, we appreciate. And he's already sent me an email, man. And uh, just to, and I hope he'll come to the retreat and bring some guys from up there with him. Or not the retreat, the summer SWAT train day. I got to get that my, yeah. out of my head. <laughs> well, I think he brought good perspective to what's going on in the world, and it's not just isolated to you know, what happened in Buffalo, New York, or in Las Vegas, or any of these areas where we see this kind of um, evil, is that, we, listen, we can look through the scriptures, and we see this is this is what's going to happen. I'm not saying we're to shrug it off, as if, but like you said, we opened up with this idea that we should see it mm-hmm. and realize this, we live in a fallen world, it, and it, there are people that are running as fast to hell as they can get there. And we have an opportunity to speak truth. And Herman talked about love and peace, yes. But, man, let's make sure we're speaking truth into those situations, too. It's liberty to the captives. In fact, that's what we're talking about this week, that that we're continuing this idea of setting the captives free. And captives look different. You know, we mentioned a few weeks ago Megan Connors, who was a, uh, a young lady who was abused from the time she was a toddler Uh, She was brought up in sex trafficking and sex trafficked as a prostitute and became a prostitute and just didn't know why she existed. And she met some believing women with a Bible and a real relationship with Jesus Christ who helped her understand the solution Mm -hmm. to the brokenness of the world. And, and, And so Luke is laying out in chapter 16 three stories of people one being lydia who was a entrepreneurial businesswoman and two the demonic priestess who represented a false belief system a religious system and then the third person is the military jailer who represents the political or the government person who puts their security in those things and you talked about politics being an idol all three of these, one represents wealth, one represents false religion, one represents government or, or political. And these three stories show Jesus is over them all, and he's the only one that can bring hope. In fact, uh, he, he said, I came to proclaim liberty to the captives, to set at liberty the oppressed. And this week, as we look at 25 through 40, Paul and Silas are in jail They have been beaten and thrown in jail simply for casting a demon out of a young girl, a 7- to 10-year-old girl. And and in this text this week, there's three principles that we're going to look at. The first one we're going to look at today is God calls us as kingdom priests to persevere through difficult circumstances. How? By keeping our eyes fixed on him. Mm -hmm. We can't do it on our own. We've got to keep our eyes fixed on him. But as we keep our eyes fixed on him tomorrow, we're going to look at the second principle, which is keeping our eyes fixed on him to be the message to the hurting. In other words, as we come into the lives of the hurting, it's not just what we say. We are the message, Mm -hmm. the way we live, and they see the message is validated by our life. And so Paul and Silas became the message to the hurting, and then on Wednesday, we're going to see as we go through difficult circumstances and keep our eyes fixed on him, we're going to know how to care for the flock. And and the flock is his people. 
And sometimes I, I think we only think about the people that are his people who've already crossed over that line and come into the family. But sometimes God brings us into the lives of people that are, I call pre-Christian. They're not, right. they're not there yet. They're chosen. They just yeah, haven't been converted. Yeah, they yet. just haven't bowed their heart to Jesus. And they're still part of the flock. They're just not affirming that yet. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he's going to show us how we can care for them. So that's the, the principles for the week. And today we're just going to look at the first one, uh, persevering through difficult circumstances by keeping our eyes on him. And so I'm going to have you read Psalm 25 through 27. And keep in mind, they, they've been beaten, Paul and Silas. They're in prison and this is what happens next. Not Psalm, but Acts. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Acts, Acts 16. Acts sorry. 16. Uh, we'll look at verse 25, 26, and 27. Is that correct, Doug? Yes. Great. Here we go. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately... All the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. And so, Paul and Silas in prison, about midnight, they start singing. What's that all about? I mean, really, their backs are beaten they're put in stocks that are painful in the inner prison and they start praying and singing and and the praying and singing is not praying lord get me out of here it's praising and singing and then a big earthquake comes and the jailer wakes up and sees the doors open the prisoners loose and he he goes okay i got to kill myself because in Rome, if you let a prisoner escape, then you're subject to the penalty that that prisoner was going to be subject to. Mm-hmm. And remember, prisons in that day weren't, for Rome, were merely a holding cell. They were not something you got sentenced to years in prison. It was just holding for execution or holding for being sold into slavery uh, or, or crucifixion. So what were they singing, Brad? What do you think they might have been singing? Yeah, I, I appreciate what you, you brought up, I think, in Psalm 119. Well, yeah. Verse Psalm, 61 through 63. Yeah. Listen, and I was another area I was kind of convicted over. Not not only that when bad and difficult circumstances enter into your life, how do you respond to that? And i got to be honest, Doug. Most, And I know this text. I, I you know, I think of James 1, it says, consider it pure joy when you encounter various trials. I mean, numerous places in Scripture where we're commanded, rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks, First Thessalonians 5. And I think about the times when I get in a situation that I'm not happy about, I grumble and complain. Well, you And know, not Paul and Silas. They're singing. They're singing. Well, listen, if you are new to the Bible or you're not, not very familiar with the Bible, There are lots of songs in the Bible, but the most songs in the whole Bible are in the book of Psalms. Mm -hmm. That is the the hymn book of the Bible, pretty much. David, one of the mightiest of all men in the Bible, wrote many of those psalms. There were other men who wrote psalms, too, but David was one. And so I was envisioning maybe them singing a song, that's what the Psalms are, like mm-hmm. Psalm 59. 
Deliver me from my enemies, O my God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from those who work evil. Save me from bloodthirsty men. O my strength, I will watch for you. For you, O God, are my fortress. My God in his steadfast love will meet me. God will let me look in triumph on my enemies that they may know that God rules over Jacob to the ends of the earth. But I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. For you have been to me a fortress, a refuge in the day of my distress. O my strength, I will sing praises to you. For you, O God, are my fortress, the God who shows me steadfast love. You know, Brad, just saying that Mm -hmm. right now, thinking in my own life, that over and over it talks about fortress. You know what a fortress is, right? It is a place you go to to hide or to be protected. How many of us, when we're going through a difficult time, run to his word? That's what Paul and Silas, I believe, were doing. And how do I know that? Psalm 119, verse 61 says, though the cords of the wicked ensnare me, I don't forget your law. That's a a synonym for word, the word of God. At midnight... I rise to praise you because of your righteous rules. Righteous rules is another word for the word of God. I'm a companion of all who fear you, of those who keep your precepts. Precepts, another synonym for the word of God. Mm -hmm. These were men of the book. And it says, at midnight, I rise to praise you. And Luke says what? About midnight, Midnight. Mm -hmm. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns. That's no coincidence. No. No. These were men of the book. Yeah. Now, you know what's sad in our country, Brad? About the American Bible Society released its 2022 State of the Bible Survey last month. 26 million people in this country either reduced or stopped completely their interaction with the Bible over the past year. Out of those surveys. 26 million. And Mm. and so if you're not a person of the book, then when you go through difficult times, it's going to be hard for you to fix your eyes on Jesus and God. You're you're going to be looking at your circumstances. It's going to be tough for you to persevere. I'm just telling you, because you have no fortress that will withstand the enemy. Right. Right. Because the people attacking you are not the human beings you think they are. It's it's Satan behind people. He he wants to attack us. He is the thief, the murderer, the one who came to steal, kill, and destroy. It's him. It's you know, it's not that eighteen year old kid up there. I'm I'm not saying he didn't make the choices, but I'm saying he was under the influence of sure. Satan. You don't go in and shoot that many people unless there's something demonic and evil about it. Right. Right. And I appreciate what you said about the you preceded all of this is to say as as kingdom priest we're not to keep our eyes on Fox News or CNN. We're to keep our eyes on Christ. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, when we understand the truth of his word, we're reminded continuously in it that he is in control. He knows what's going on. Yep. And that give, it should give us great comfort to know that. Well, and Paul and Silas, they're not superficially praising. And when we come back, I just want to 
tie that up a little bit because these are men who've already endured a lot. Amen. Amen. Glad you joined us. Call us at 844-777-7928. you have any questions or comments, send that to ask at SWATradio.com. That's A-S-K at SWATradio.com. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes sitting alongside Doug McCarries where we work our way through Acts 16, verses 25. Actually, we're going to go to the end of the chapter this week. So we're glad you have joined us. You can call us. We'd love to hear from you, 844-777-7928. You can also email us at ask at SWATradio.com. If you have any questions, that's ASK at SWATradio.com. We, you know, Brad, um, the, Paul and Silas in prison, Paul wrote the letter to the Philippians. One of the, it's just one of the most loving letters he, he wrote. It was a deep letter. And he says in Philippians 1.12, what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. Now, he's in prison when he's writing that one, not mm-hmm. this prison, mm-hmm. another prison. Yeah, this isn't his first go-round. No, <laughs> and he's writing to the Philippians, the very place he is right now, who would have understood what happened with Paul here. In fact, in Philippians 2.17, he says, even if I die, I'm glad because because I was able to bring the gospel to mm. people, and that's worth it. Philippians 4.4 4 says, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. And I think of Romans 8.28. We so jovially throw that, not jovially, I'd say superficially right. a lot of times throw that out. You know, all things work together for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. But do we really believe it? I mean, we say it, but do we really believe it? Because Paul believed it. He Here he is in jail. He's singing and worshiping. And notice what it says in verse uh, 20, um, I think, is it 27, where it says they listen? The pers- oh, yeah. The yeah. prisoners were listening? Yes. I mean, think about that. And it says the prisoner, uh, 25, the prisoners were listening to them. Mm. They were li- They weren't just hearing. They were listening to yeah. them yep. as they're singing. Yep. And that's because Paul, who later wrote in Second Corinthians four, 
He says, don't lose heart. He said, he had this perspective that, you know, that our outer self is wasting away, but the inner self is being renewed as we go through these difficult times. And Paul had been beaten five times with 39 lashes, three times with rods when he wrote that in the second Corinthians. And he makes statements like we're afflicted in every way, but we're not crushed. Mm. We're perplexed or confused, but we don't drive to despair. We're persecuted, but we're not forsaken because God said he'll never leave us or forsake us. We're struck down, but not destroyed. And here's the key. Always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our bodies. In other words, so many of us want the crown of Jesus without the cross of Jesus. Mm. And he says, if you're going to be my disciple, you got to take up your cross and follow. And and I, I have a hard time with this, just like most of us do, when we when we're thrust into the cross situations, it's painful mm-hmm. and we don't like it. But without the cross, there is no crown. And well, and I, I was thinking because you you brought up Romans eight twenty eight, which is obviously a very familiar text. We know that uh, that those who love God, all things work together for good. And then he says, for those who are called according to His purpose. Well, verse twenty nine defines that purpose yeah for those whom whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of christ Mm -hmm. paul understood that even his time in prison was for the purpose of conforming him into the image of christ Mm -hmm. yet you know when we find ourselves in difficult circumstances we're like you know it's just we're such an entitled people get me out of this exactly get me out of here you and i have talked about that length with you know the 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 consequences of sin, not only our own personal sin, but the sin of others. Hey, listen, God even uses that. He used the sin that's going on here in this text mm-hmm. to put Paul and Silas in prison, not just in prison, but in the inner dungeon where they are in 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 straps and and uh, they're all distorted. And I mean, it's painful. And you know who's watching them other than the prisoners, the jailer, the jailer. The jailer yeah. who put him there, and 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 it says at je- they praised God and mm-hmm. prayed to Him, and at that moment it says suddenly an earthquake came. This wasn't no Mother Earth earthquake. This was a divine earthquake because the shackles popped off the prisoners. The jailer woke up, which meant he had passed out. Saw the doors open, and drew his sword. And I said earlier in Rome, if you let a prisoner escape, you're subject to his penalty. So, but the other flip side to that if you die honorably in other words you fall on your sword you take your own life then your family's allowed to keep the property they're not sold into slavery and now you think about this romans uh, guy he that he's jailer more than likely he was a former roman soldier more than likely he found his life purpose in serving rome that was his meaning in life. That's what he lived for. He he was a soldier, and now he was a jailer. He didn't know anything else but that. He, and, and, you know, when you look around our world, Brad, people are always searching for um, purpose and meaning and and salvation even in anything other than Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and whether it's money, whether it's power, whether it's like uh, sexual pleasure, uh, whatever it is that you find as your idol, they're all going to fail to satisfy. 
And when that Roman soldier, when, or when his life came crashing down at that moment, his only alternative was to take his life, to, to try to hopefully preserve his house for his, and his, his belongings for his family. And what we're going to look at tomorrow is Paul and Silas then becoming the message. But I want to go back to where we were before this happened. They were singing. They were praying before the earthquake happened. They were singing and they were praying before the Roman soldier pulled the sword. You never know when and where God is going to be working in the heart of somebody. Because we know, because we've we've read the whole text and we've worked through it, what the end of the story is with the Roman jailer. But this is how we got there. And, and going back to the principle, we, as God's kingdom priests, keep our eyes fixed on him when we go through these difficult times. Do you remember that story of Jehoshaphat in the Old Testament mm-hmm. and Second Chronicles, I think it's 20, uh, where he's surrounded and, and he prays, Lord, we don't know what to do but our eyes are on you. Mm. I, I mean, sometimes, people, you may not know what to do. That's okay. It's okay if you don't know what decision to make. Keep your eyes on him. You go, how do you do that? Well, you be in his word. Yeah. You be a yeah. person of the word. Yeah. Don't forsake God's word. I know so many people, you know, his word doesn't, it's not true. It doesn't work for me. I don't understand it. There's all kinds of excuses you can't read the Bible like any other book. It doesn't read like a narr- It doesn't read like a storybook. It doesn't read like a textbook. Mm. It is a spiritual yeah. book of yeah. divine origin. Yeah. And the only way you can understand it is for God to unveil the truth to you. And He sometimes uses people. He doesn't need to, mm. but sometimes He will use a brother or sister in the Lord to do that. Yeah. He's done that for me. Yeah. But he, I, Brad, have you ever heard his voice audibly? And no, I haven't no. either. You know, and, I, I shared this. I probably shared this here on the air. I know I've shared it several times since my uh, grandson Graham's diagnosis. And uh, uh, oftentimes I share that to say, had it not been for God's word, Doug, really implanted in me yeah. that it, it was a discipline of learning the word of God. Those scriptures just came to my mind quickly, mm-hmm. and it made me think of Romans twelve two, which says, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." We are to renew our mind in the truth of God's word. Doug, I wrote down in my just, I mean, highlighted in my journal here after last week's study, and it was almost like I couldn't get beyond what we looked at today. What song has God put on my heart? Mm-hmm. You know, what in the midst of very difficult circumstances, Paul and Silas have a song to sing. Yeah. We have a song to sing. I don't know what it is for you. Mm-hmm. It may be a psalm. Like literally in my Bible, I've got this right here. And it's it's a song that's one very familiar. How deep the Father's love for us. Mm, I love that. That's all it is. It, it's just a card. And literally when we were going through this text last week, that came out of my Bible. I can't tell you where this was. I don't know where I got this. I think I think I got it at my son's wedding about a month, about two months ago because mm-hmm. they sang that song. But I left it in my Bible. And I thought, you know what? It may be a psalm. 
it may be one of your favorite hymns. And I, I love that song, how deep the Father's love for us. Mm. And we need a song in our heart because trials and difficult circumstances are coming. Mm. They just are. And how are you going to respond? And we have to respond in advance. We have to make a decision today as to how we're going to respond. Mm-hmm. And yet, and realizing people are listening. Mm-hmm. People are watching. How crazy do you think those other prisoners were thinking? What is going on in that prison over there? Mm-hmm. Those guys just got, you know, imprisoned and they're singing. That had to be so odd. I think we're going to be odd in a culture like we're in today. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, Paul wrote, to the Corinthians, you know, in that second Corinthians four, it's a great passage Mm. about not Mm -hmm. losing heart, but he wrote this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, light and momentary five Mm. beatings with 39 lashes, three beatings with rods stoned. Uh, I mean, all these things Paul had to go through and he says, We don't look to the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the unseen are eternal. I don't know what is going on in your life as you're listening today, but let me encourage you, be a person of the word. Let the word reign in your life as the source of authority of God speaking into your life. It is his word to you about Jesus mm. and how to know him yeah. and how to serve him. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's where, and, and comfort, go to the Psalms. We talked yeah. about Psalm 34, yeah. Psalm 59, uh. go to those Psalms, Psalm 23, man, Psalm 120, Psalm 121, so many good songs yeah. that we can meditate and on. And the importance of hiding those in here so that they're on our lips when the time comes. Yep. And so don't lose heart. Our outer self is, is wasting away. But our inner self is being renewed as we renew it in the Word. Yep. Doug, good to be good to be here. And you'll I'm be excited. here tomorrow. I'll be yeah. here tomorrow. Looking yeah. forward to it. Hope you'll join us. Call. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Go to uh, SWATradio.com. Get plugged into one of the Bible studies. If you have comments or questions, send that to ask at SWATradio.com. Steve, thanks for your help. We'll see you guys tomorrow. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spiritual.